0: your
1: mind down, and feel all the feelings that flow around, on the inside out, well, it can take a while to notice how the ways that you're being are contributing to the life you're leading, you know that there's a way from darkness to prayer, still to praise, in all the ways you're being is a lie, you see the ways you're healing, you know, you're healing now. Vibration, no perspective that you have self-elected on the daily, and what does that create for you? So take a seat now and close your mind down and feel all the feelings that flow around on the inside of. It can take a while to notice other the ways that you're being a contributing to the life you're leading. You know that there's a way from darkness to prayer, stillness to praise, and all the ways you're being is a lie, you The ways you're healing, you know you're healing now.
2: Thank you so much. You're welcome. I love that. Um, welcome back to the Council of Lit. I hope you guys appreciated that little preview of Ben Livermore, our guest today. He is um, a musician and an artist, as you can tell. He is an advocate for creativity as a way of life and exploring how that can be supportive for a healthy lifestyle and healing. Mm-hmm. Um, on today's episode, we don't really know yet what's going to happen, but some things we're going to talk about and explore are the nuances of the creative process how we get over perfectionism and how to develop your artistic expression Mm. in a safe way or maybe is it not so safe
0: (laughs) i think safe's a good a good place to start yeah yeah is
2: it safe yeah Yeah. are we safe safe. bro okay we're safe safety first Uh, today i just want to give a shout out to wolfgang crystal wolfgang he's um my co-host on the Council of Lit, but he's not a part of today's episode. He's out buying crystals in Arizona, pursuing <laughs> his dream. the Crystal
0: Wolfgang.
2: Hence the Crystal Wolfgang. Mm-hmm. So we'll give a big shout out to him, big up. But um, Ben Livermore here is actually um, a good friend of mine and someone who I've wanted on the podcast for a while. We're going to hop right into it. So. Well, pleasure to be here. Thank you so much.
0: <clears throat> Thank you. Is that, <laughs> your, is that your podcasting That's voice? That's my podcast voice. No, seriously, it's amazing to be here. <laughs> Thank you. We've been trying to do this for a while, so mm-hmm. it feels good.
2: I canceled the first time on you.
0: Yeah, That was a setback. Yeah. yeah. But we got here. It worked out. Perfect timing. Yeah. It was going to be meant to be then.
2: So let's talk about music and art. And yep. what is it exactly that you want to share about the creative process, or how is the creative process for you, and, and how does it feel, and how's that going, and what do you do?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so the creative process, I mean, it's something that I suppose has been a part of my life. And, and in many ways, I think it's a part of everyone's life ever since you know, I was young and, and sort of exploring um, sort of the beauty of art and, and music and, and, and such. Um, but for me, mostly uh, it's been exploring music and visual art of recent years. Um, I've been playing music since I was about say 12 was when I first started to learn the drums Um, I learned the drums in uh, in in school and then kind of from there played in bands all throughout high school um, throughout university um, and really (coughs) played the drum kit basically like full time up until moving here to Kauai Um, and so that musicianship and that kind of artistry was a big part of my life for many years Um, so I felt I've always felt very much like a musician Um, and then more recent years, I started to explore, um, visual arts more, just kind of as a way to, um, almost like start again. I didn't feel like I had the same kind of outlet for, for music here specifically as I did in Australia. Um, but I really wanted to be creative and kind of be in that space that kind of like really nice, um, flow state that you can get in when you're creating and not really thinking and just kind of more in, in that moment and, um. So it felt like for me, uh, kind of starting again and not necessarily like being a like quote unquote, like a good painter or anything like that, but really just like painting after painting, just sort of trying to be in that space more. Um, and that was really nice. And that kind of then reignited, I think more of a creative, um, practice for me in my life. And then I started playing, um, guitar again more and writing more songs. And then, wrote a couple songs i really liked and i was like oh i want to i want to record these and i've so i've been really just like flowing on a lot of music and songwriting and and kind of doing demos and at home and then taking to the studio and and stuff like that so that's been nice does yeah
2: does art need to have an end (coughs) an end game like do you need to have an end game with playing music creativity is there a, a point or is it just the way how you feel by doing it
0: yeah, I don't think there is, I don't think ultimately there ever is an end game. I think it's nice when, when projects have, they have a kind of closure to them because it can feel like um, that there is there is kind of a an accomplishment or something. Um, but it's a good question. I think ultimately, like, when you zoom out and you think about art as like a lifetime's worth of work, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, like, those little moments or maybe finishing a song or or those, like, things that could be considered, like, endpoints become just, like, little chapters of this, like, long novel, I suppose. Um, hmm. So I kind of think about it from a very long-term perspective. Uh, or more recently, I've been thinking, like, making music's really cool because I can, I can create this um, kind of, like, body of work that... I can look back on and be like, oh, I wrote, I recorded that song when I was, you know, like 30, and then, and all, and all the different kind of like seasons and and kind of improvement of um, the craft and and singing and all that all the aspects of when you do something more and more, and the more you know. You of improve and get better at it and so
2: do you ever look back and be like oh my god like that was so <laughs> so cringy or oh my god like i painted that or do you ever look back like whoa like i painted that or like whoa that was me like i can't believe it or do you just reflect upon those moments of your life and be like wow like that's when i was going through such and such and that's where i was at and totally and, yeah
0: yes yeah for sure both ways sometimes I look back and think, like oh that was a little what was i doing there i thought that was cool at the time but <laughs> And then I look back at things and I think, wow, I don't know how I would ever do that again. Like it was just mm. it was just that that right moment and that kind of um, the right culmination of all the elements to like bring out this kind of expression. Um,
2: how important is it to just flow with art? Like how important is it to just, like with music, you just, you can't hesitate, right? Like you totally. kind of just have to let it move through
0: you, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yes, particularly I found with songwriting is that there there's almost like this um thank you there's almost this kind of feeling that i'll get sometimes and i've i've learned to know like oh there's like there's something that is like wanting to be expressed there's something there um this kind of feeling that i get that's hard to explain um and what i find i'll just grab the guitar and i'll put something on to record it whether my phone or laptop or whatever and right away and then just play and and just like just do it just let it happen and then there's usually something in there whether it's a melody or or a lyrics or Mm. something that is is cool and then i just keep almost like just keep going around and around and around and around again and then it kind of like almost like a sculpture just kind of like crafts itself and then it's like oh there it is there's the line or there's the Usually for me, it's like a combination of the chords, the melody, and the words all kind of um, come together in this, sh- this kind of shape. And then the beauty of recording it is that I used to think like, oh, I, rem- I will remember this. But pretty much 95% of the time, I need the recording to listen back to, to remember it. Because it's very much this kind of this moment that. and the yeah. nuances. Yeah
2: totally voice Mm -hmm. memo is great on your phone for that or amazing yeah you just just play music and do you you want to talk about uh, like the creative process today on the episode or like diving into that creative process or even songwriting like what Mm -hmm. is your approach to doing those things what are the tips for the listeners yep what can what kind of (laughs) space can you hold for yourself when engaging in that
0: like how do you just let it flow it's a great great question um I think, I mean, for one, you have to give yourself the time to do it. Like, you can't necessarily expect to be going from thing to thing to thing and being really busy and and kind of... So, in some ways, you have to craft, or I craft time.
2: So, the container.
0: Yes. Uh Um, But in saying that, also, like, there's something really nice about, like, a, a casual environment. Like, I've written songs where maybe there's people around or i'm just kind of playing and i think that also mm-hmm. can contribute to not trying to do something it kind mm-hmm. of just
2: whether there's like a cute girl you're trying to impress <laughs> you're just at the beach and you s- something comes no. through so like, no, it's like inspiration right you know yeah 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 totally <laughs> or you're feeling sad or different like different things like you kind of it's a mood base too right or yep. emotional you want to yep. or no
0: yes i mean yeah a feeling having like a, a feeling whether a feeling. it's sad or whether it's I find I write best when I feel clear, when I feel like, honestly, happy. On <laughs> I, I write more when I'm on the happy spectrum. Wow. Some people do the opposite. Sat. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I think there's something about the clarity of mind that, that is helpful. Okay. Um, so, so mood, cultivating yeah. that. Mm-hmm.
2: Container your feeling, your mood. You like to go on the, the happier side. I do. You do.
0: And I tend to like, r- like to write songs that are more uplifting, less sad.
2: Okay. Mm. I've noticed that. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So I'm stoked here on the pod. I'm like, cool, like spiritual uplifting music. I like yeah. this. Yeah, this is yeah. totally on brand. <laughs> 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 Council of Lit, yeah. Yeah, Council of Lit. uplifting podcast, guys. So what else? What, what other aspects So you got? You're in the setting, wherever that might be. You got mm-hmm. your recording it. Mm-hmm. Um, you're trying to be uplifting. You're, you're trying to be clear, clarity. Hopefully, if can. Well, yeah. You don't always have to be. You can sometimes, you know, it's good to do art when you're struggling or emotional or in a bad space. Totally. You know? 100%. But, well, then what, and then what? And then you just have a song or uh, you stop, s- you, you break your guitar,
0: <laughs> you go on a walk. What do you do? Going for a walk is, is always good advice, <laughs> honestly. Okay. I mean, I feel like it's just to go on a little tangent. It's an sure. underrated activity and to leave like your phone at home Mm -hmm. and to just go for a walk and to be with your thoughts and, and to just like, even just speak, you know, speak to whatever you want to call it nature or Mm -hmm. God or your higher self or your inner being or, or whatever. Um, I've found that to be, I've I've found I've written songs after that because I'm kind of just like, I'm with myself and I'm just, um, allowing things to, to sort of like, exist and not be distracted from them so maybe there's a feeling that like wants to be in a song and it's more allowed to kind of be there and it's a really ethereal kind of way of Hmm. putting it but um um but in saying that yeah like in the setting um and i like to uh i like to really like dive into a song as soon as i have um an, an idea i like to take it from acoustic guitar and And singing pretty much into what I call like a demo which is basically like a home version of what you do maybe at a at a studio but with the elements that um you were wanting to record in better quality sort of thereafter Mm -hmm. so get the song I like to get the song right away I find that really inspiring when I'm okay I've got this chorus idea so I kind of record the guitar and then I'll sing I'm okay maybe I it'd be nice to have a little kind of piano or a little um some strings or some tambourine or some toms or whatever like you know whatever is accessible whether it's in you know garage band and it's just the tom on the keyboard or whatever just to kind of give it um give the song like it's sort of shape and its atmosphere i find that really inspiring because i'm like oh i can see what this is becoming Mm -hmm. um and also find that's a really great tip for for musicians who are recording in the studio, if, if you can refine a song as much as possible, kind of in your own time and at home, um, hmm. you can have a lot more direction when you're in the studio, if you're taking the song and doing it somewhere else with you know, a mixing engineer or a producer. You're, they're able to hear more your vision, you're mm-hmm. able to be a little bit more produ- like, uh, mm-hmm. sort of efficient.
2: Have you ever gone into a studio with zero vision and just try to bust out a song or is it kind of a waste of time and I've
0: money? I I've never done that. Um, <laughs> I want to Maybe o- if yeah. I had the uh the the um the
2: like a studio at home or something or Yeah,
0: or kind of the I'm not thinking of the word, yeah. but the maybe the capacity to have that kind of freedom in in mm-hmm. the studio. But usually I'm trying to be pretty um, efficient. efficient, yeah, you know.
2: Do you do you think that art is about having a vision and then manifesting that into reality, or do you think it's about expressing like, like dance, it's very free flow, it's just something that just kind of comes naturally, do you try to control it, or are you imprinting your vision into your music and into your art, or is it just like you just start, you just stare at a blank thing and something happens from that space? I think either can work. What do you um, prefer,
0: or... I prefer the second. I prefer mm. to just allow it. Mm. Um, I find the more I try, the less good in quotes I find it, or the less I like it, the more that it just comes out. It's almost like I hear it for the first time. Mm. Um, I like that a lot.
2: Do you ever put yourself in altered states to make music or do things? Like you ever just like smoke a doobie and just pick up the guitar? Honestly, no. <laughs> or no. You, or do you like I'm, meditate and chant, or like, cause, cause, like, things that get you like out of your mind, because hmm. you like you're like hyper analytical or analyzing yourself or something, or.
0: Um, medit- I mean, I meditate. Uh, I try to meditate every morning. Sure you do. But I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, you do. I remember that you mentioned that on the first pod we did together. I know every time you call me, it like. Seven thirty a.m. Kaylee, I'm trying to meditate here. Yeah, No. Um, <laughs> I'm with you. Um, but that I feel like is more sort of to set myself up for the day, which I do think does translate into say like it's four thirty in the afternoon or five thirty in the afternoon, and and you're creating. I feel like that meditation in the morning, it's it's setting yourself up have a better experience at five thirty, I guess it's looking at time less linear and more kind of like how so I feel like that first when you wake up in the morning is such an opportunity to like mm-hmm. set the the mood for the day you set, the set the pace for the
2: day I've been yeah. practicing yoga every pretty much every day like an hour and a half and then just like a quick wow. little moment man I cannot tell you how it affects my life in such a positive way like like fills the tank why do you think why do you think that is I probably like the, the endorphins. Your body being mm-hmm. more relaxed and open. <clears throat> um, focus on your breath. Um, being calm, intentional, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I suppose. Yeah, there's uh, probably
0: some really amazing like neuroscience that explains mm-hmm. why that state ultimately like changes. Well, you one's know, reality. when you feel better in your body, you feel better
2: in your mind, and when you feel better mm-hmm. in your mind, you feel better in your body. Like mm-hmm. they they go hand in hand, right? Mm-hmm. You know. So, mm-hmm. did you ever go through a dark phase, a time where it was like you were making dark art or dark music, and that was a form of expression, or, mm. or is it? Have you always been kind of like on <coughs> your on your shit and like kind of like uplifting?
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, I've been obviously I've been through through yeah, like darker down, more down mm-hmm. periods of time. Um, this is the nitty gritty. Always, I've always in some ways relied upon music as a kind of medicine, if you will, like, Mm -hmm. um, some harder times back when I was playing lots of gigs, playing drums, um, I would find the gigs very therapeutic. Mm. I think it was just the aspect of, um, yeah, I guess just being, being out and, and kind of like being focused on something and kind of just playing, yeah, just playing the music and being, um, having that as something that was like an anchor in my life was very helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's across the board, like if, if, if there's something in your life that is um, like an anchor. Music can be that, art can be that, a lot of things can be that. You know? Um,
2: you know what I find interesting is recently I was talking to an artist that we both know, and they were saying, they're like, this is my life. I've created my entire life to be based around art, selling art, making art, mm. doing art. And I'm honestly, I'm tired of selling it. Yeah. Like, I'm, un, I'm not inspired now that I have to make money off of this painting or off mm. of this thing. I don't even want to do it. Mm. Do, you, do you have anything to say about that? That's why like I make that? music
0: so that I know that I won't um, make any money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually not true because
0: the... The, the starving, out, I don't want to feed into the starving artist or the, or the broke musician thing because it's, I mean, yeah it, That'd I be think a I th- said this <laughs> to the beach, at, to you at the beach the other day though, but um, like, especially starting out and I'm relatively like, I'm, I'd say I'm like beginning stages of, of as far as playing music, my own songs and writing songs and singing, playing guitar and that kind of thing. Um, it's certainly not like a, it's not an investment financially that you would assume to make back in the short term it's Mm -hmm. more of a long game Mm -hmm. um so i think yeah i think it's hard when when you do rely upon um your art as as a way to make money and there's definitely something to be said for like the day job especially one that you can do that doesn't tie you out completely to the point where you're, you're physically too spent mm-hmm. to, or mentally yeah, to be able to find a job or something that can support your life. I mean, I was n- I was the, I used to be the opposite to this thought process. I used to think like, no, I just want to, I just want to do the thing and, and that's it. Um, but more recent years, I, I've seen the value in, in making the money that sustains your life in another way Mm -hmm. that can also be nourishing. um, And then being able to do your art as well and kind of the balance of that. To be in a space where you don't need something to happen. um, Yeah. Career-wise or or artistically or or financially. um, But if it does happen, it's a bonus. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a thrilling thing because it's like, oh, I was just doing this anyway because I wanted to do it as a craft or Mm -hmm. maybe with the hopes of one day. But yeah, I think it takes a lot of pressure off and and frees it up to be this like really special thing, um, as opposed to something that then becomes yeah like a. Oh, I gotta paint this painting because I gotta sell one and yeah. Tricky balance, yeah. Tricky balance,
2: yeah. But it's okay. Mm. Screw the whole money thing. You know, art isn't about money. I actually wanted to ask you about um you have a daughter Mm -hmm. how does a child address art and creativity and expression and what have you learned from your daughter and how Mm. do you apply that to how you go about Mm. expressing art because kids create and they don't do it for anything right do you channel any of that kind of energy into the The,
0: (laughs) into things or the playfulness aspect i think mm. um may not be answering your question directly but perfect but there's something um i mean the kids are so great at playing that that often and i've had this conversation with other parents like why is it that as an adult it sometimes can be hard to like play and play and play on the on their level in a way where sometimes there can be a moment or a lot of times you where it's like you're playing and then you're kind of like Oh, I'm gonna. I, I need to do this thing, or I need to take care of this, or I'm kind of, like, it's harder to be on that level. And so I think mm. that's that's what the kids do really well when they make art too. Is they're like really, they're just they're just in it. Um, it's very imaginative. It's I think it's in many ways it's probably very age appropriate because they're they're kind of brains less developed and it's able to be less, um, like you said, analytical, less, less kind of logical, the, the parent really mm-hmm. should be the one that's maintaining the kind of the safety and, and the container mm-hmm. of, of, of needs and things like that. And that's what kids really, I'm just probably going off on attention, but that's what I think kids really need, is that space where they feel safe, where they can just play and make art and, and be, and they know that essentially this adult, taking care of these other needs so maybe in some ways it kind of ties into what we were saying regarding kind of the making art as your job and stuff like that is I think if you can feel uh, safe and and feel like Mm. content in that moment Mm. you don't have other things that you need to tend to or you're not worried about whatever stress if you can if you find yourself in that place, and I think that's what I was kind of alluding to before, was that like, when I feel clear and I feel calm, then I feel like it's that perfect space to allow Mm. and, and, um,
2: creating, being your own adult, (coughs) you know, like you are a child, but you're being an adult for yourself by creating that space to play and express. Mm. And I I think I heard a quote I really always enjoy it on, a child's job is to play, Yeah, like that's their work. Yeah. And like, when does the shift happen? When we stop playing? Like, when do is when does that happen? Mm. I know it's happened in my life because mm-hmm. of responsibilities, and I'm just like, now I'm trying to like invite in more play, yeah. invite in more creativity. Mm-hmm. I like I do arts and crafts. I sometimes I pick up my guitar. Sometimes mm-hmm. I do whatever, and it's just so healing mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. um I think sometimes people lose that along the way. I'm not. I don't like to generalize anything, you mm-hmm. know, even though I'm really good at that. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, just, I just, I, yeah. So, what would you say to an adult who doesn't practice art or doesn't express themselves in a way? Like, what would you say to them if do you think that they're they want to and they're just not taking the time to create that container?
0: Well, I'd say one good thing to distinguish between is that there's like artistic and creative or creativity or yeah being creative i i think are they can get lumped together um if that makes sense so mm. you don't necessis- you're not i don't think everyone's necessarily artistic by nature but everyone's creative so that can it doesn't necessarily have to look like painting or music or mm. dancing or it might look like the stock market or it might look like something that doesn't seem as expressive in this artistic sense, but it's creative. So as long as that outlet is kind of like, I just happen to like music. Um, I don't feel like I ever was like, Oh, like I just, it's just like who I am as opposed to trying to be it. Um, so there, I think everyone has an innate sort of uh, nature that um, lends themselves to being creative in different ways. And so I think it's just a matter of trying things and finding things that you would do regardless of whether you get paid for them uh, mm-hmm. um, or things that you kind of get lost in time, like you lose time when you do them or things that, um, mm. things that, just you're, that you're interested in you know, mm-hmm. like, um, they get you inspired. And I think that's what we're looking for. Um, is that kind of like momentum of, of inspiration and stoked and like, oh, like I'm learning about this and, um, and then applying yourself towards it. Like say, I don't know if this is the best example, but like the stock market example, like, like I wanna be creative the way I invest my money or something like yeah. that could be that version hmm. for someone. Hmm.
2: Um. I never thought about it like that.
0: Mm. hmm Um Yeah. Does that sort of answer your question? I think so.
2: What, um something that <coughs> comes up for me sometimes is needing to feel productive.
1: Mm.
2: Like I think about mm. <laughs> sometimes investing in my my art my art or things that I do and I'm like, oh God, I usually value my time at such and such. Right. You know, it's like is this even valuable or is this even worth doing? i don't know it's kind of random mm-hmm. no it's yes like do you ever mm-hmm. like think about like oh i could be out just making money or being quote unquote productive or like <laughs> that's kind yeah of a, that's kind of a random a- like thing to ask but do you ever i don't know like is it good to open up that space and to look at something like that or do you feel like we live in a very productive capitalistic society where people aren't as soft or take as much time to do things like that or is that kind of off base
0: no, I think it's a very good point. The, the balance of feeling, yeah, productive. I feel like um, people definitely correlate productive with, with monetary gain or, mm-hmm. or output or input, however you want to call mm-hmm. it. Um, but I think ultimately, if you're investing in yourself, like it's a productive mm. endeavor um Hmm. so that may translate to money it may not um it may translate to money in a different way like i think that you could potentially say you have a job right and you do your creative thing on the side and the creative thing on the side nourishes you in a way that you do your job better Mm. and maybe you're in sales or something and you And you make commission and you perform better at your job and so someone could look at you and say oh like you're you're spending money uh buying gear or or recording or um doing this this uh creative endeavor that is not returning you money yet what they're not seeing is the whole picture of the actually your health your wellness your your kind of being your maybe if your capacity to um, kind of be um, more in the flow with other things you're doing, you might actually be getting that, but it's being returned in a different way. Hmm. Or it's not even necessarily this this monetary example. It's just you feel better about yourself. Maybe your relationships are better. Hmm. Um, So maybe not, but... It's more about... It's a a holistic approach to your life.
2: And that's where art can be healing and the expression can all come get brought into the picture and totally. I didn't phrase that very well. (laughs) No, that's exactly the way that I look at it. Totally.
0: I think it's perfect. Like um, not kind of compartmentalizing art expression, whatever you want to call it, into its own box, but but thinking of it as a piece of a whole Mm -hmm. life, like really designing your your lifestyle and that being potentially a critical Mm -hmm. piece. Kind of like diet or sleep. Mm Or relationships, or um, yeah, it's another category.
2: Yeah, it's like it's it's not. I'm not just talking to Ben, the guy who works at Quiet Pharmacy or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Drinking their tea. Incredible. Um, but you're also the sexy musician, <laughs> <laughs> who's also a father, who also uh-huh. meditates and right. who also right. paints and does right. these other things that probably just brings more goodness mm-hmm. into your life totally you know i think that's cool i think i think a lot of people have a handle on that you know a lot of people live very well balanced lives Mm -hmm. and they take time to do what Mm -hmm. makes them happy and Mm -hmm. inspired but some people don't and some people just you know work all the time and have have lost that childlike nature or that Mm. that um how do you how do you break through the boundary if you're stuck Mm. like you just haven't expressed yourself you haven't danced in 10 years you haven't Mm. Made a, you haven't written a poem in your, in your entire life, or you've never expressed yourself in that way, or you've just gotten so caught up in the rat race. How do you engage in that art? Like, what do you? What would you say to someone who is is um, out of practice? Yeah.
0: Um, to put it simply, I mean, I think you just have to uh, you have to start somewhere. Um, I think really small giving yourself small goals is a good place to start. Like even say the poetry example, like writing one, at least one word a day or Mm -hmm. one line a day, like a very small um, goal. Mm -hmm. And then, because what I think it really is, it is that starting, that's the hard part. Mm -hmm. Um, I find that too sometimes where I'm like, once I get into it, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. So, if the person who feels stuck, if they start something start with something that is they're like, okay, like I realize I'm stuck and I don't want to be stuck anymore and I was told that if I start, then maybe I'll catch a little something. So I'm gonna I'm gonna write at least one line sentence today. And they write a sentence. And then I think the key aspect is to not judge that as being not tr- which can be really hard because we all have these <laughs> voices from the past mm-hmm. uh, we can do that may be judgmental and so it's a process of being kind of gentle with yourself and and kind of um but yeah just starting i just don't just starting yeah
2: i want to talk about judgment and how sometimes you can just judge yourself like oh my god my voice or oh my mm. god i can't strum this guitar or, oh my god this is the worst poem ever like how do you inspire inspire yourself to just keep going or just mm-hmm. keep like how do you just not be judgmental to yourself straight up mm. what do you do? what do you do
0: what do I do um i it's another great these are great questions because they're they're, they're complex because everyone's different but for me i think i really lean into what what works for me um, Mm -hmm. in the sense of like this may, I don't necessarily know if this is a good thing, but I don't tend to try to do things that, um, at least not in like, how do I put this? Like I'm not going to try to go out tomorrow and be like a professional dancer Mm -hmm. because you know that I know it's not like my thing, but I'll, but I'll dance like, casually Mm -hmm. because i i'm just oh i'll just do this i'll just start i'll just do this because this is cool and Mm -hmm. um and then but how to not judge myself i don't know it's a really great question but i think um i tend to lean into the the things that i don't already judge myself that much on um, that i feel like i'm kind of naturally inclined towards and then i think it makes it easier for me to because then you kind of have this core of like oh i'm all right at these things like and i've had a little feedback i've had posi- getting positive feedback is is key and i find sometimes like hmm. in life there's these kind of angels these angel people that exist that at the right moment will be like oh i really liked that that thing you did or I saw, or that sounded great or or you oh when you this that was nice or whatever and like it's just that <laughs> little something just yeah. enough it's almost like um, the universe knows, like, he just needs a, a little someone to say something that's a, p- a compliment.
2: Or there's the opposite. Like, oh. I, I remember I was making, <laughs> I think I was making a video and I showed my friend. He was like, you might want to not show that to anybody
0: <laughs> or something. See, that's what you don't say you know? to someone. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, lo- He's like, you
2: might, might want to <laughs> keep that one in the files.
0: <laughs> oh, wow, that's heavy. <laughs> it's a, it is a fine balance between, I mean, being honest with someone. yeah and and being supportive so i do think it needs to be genuine like oh wow that's great like when it's like not right (laughs) so what do you do in that circumstance because i'm i'm kind of saying like people need people to be supportive right yeah but
2: and then there's raw brutal honesty if you're shit right you know which also could help too like sometimes in life you just have to be brutally fucking honest with yourself Mm. too and be like yeah that's what it is you do have to yeah like and I'm gonna look at that and I'm gonna sit with it and I'm gonna do whatever I can to improve
0: yeah you know and knowing when to quit and when to change (laughs) when to change (laughs) tactic there's this book called The Dip by Seth Godin have you heard of Seth Godin yeah he's kind of a marketing guru guy super smart amazing there's this book called The Dip which is all about knowing basically when to quit Hmm. um and not, not having too much ego or, or too much kind of feelings of, oh, I spent all this time doing this thing. Hmm. Um, knowing, knowing when the right moment is that you're in the dip and that you should dip out, or hmm. knowing when you should ride and, and kind of get past that.
2: But then um, there's this book called The Alchemist, <laughs> which I'm sure people have read. And it's all about life will test you in so many different ways and it could be a whole lifetime when you're seeking your own personal treasure mm. you know and that might be your music or mm-hmm. your art or whatever mm-hmm. and life will test you to see how much you want it 100 yeah, percent. right you know so it's like we're talking about both things like when mm-hmm. to quit and when to keep going i think
0: ultimately like if you want to do something never quit mm. don't ever let someone else because Yes, the example of the dip, it, I think in a practical, I know we're being very, um, what's the word? Um, or I'm being very... just um, <laughs> like the way you say dip, so I'm down. Dip. Dip. Like a good dip, like a good um, tzatziki. <laughs> um, what was I saying? So know
2: when to quit. you got to know when to fold them. You have to choose and pick your medium. You have to... You know, there's angels mm-hmm. that come into your life that kind of help to be like, hey, I listened to your podcast. It, it was, was great. great. Yes. Keep going with that. Yes. Or like, hey, I saw you perform. I, I really... It really touched me. Or, you mm-hmm. know, something like that. Mm-hmm. And fuck the haters. Because haters gonna hate, and is gonna ain't.
0: And you never know <laughs> what... You never know what it is, the thing that you're creating, what the ripple effect that it can have. And what... Dude. Because there's there's say a song for example like you might think oh my song from what you can see did xyz Mm -hmm. in its lock time or whatever meaning it got played a certain amount of times or it was popular it wasn't popular it was whatever but you don't necessarily see like maybe what that did for someone in a Mm. moment of hardship or i had a friend actually chicken skin bro i had a Nice. That's a lot of goosebumps. It's hitting me. I had a friend today that um, he said to me, he was like, um, because I have this new song coming out, and he said to me, oh, send me your song when it's out. And I was like, yeah, sure. And uh, he's like, you know, back when I was on the mainland, when you sent me, um, because I I released like a five-song EP a while ago, and uh, he's like, when you sent that to me, it was – perfect timing because i was going through a hard time Mm. and he was doing his own music project and he was having kind of setback after setback with it and all these kind of like um problems were coming up with it and he was like i was thinking like i was about to quit Mm. and he's like and you sent me your music and he was like it was so inspiring and he's like so i kept going and now he also like lives on kawaii he's and also a starving artist and he's also <laughs> no i'm just good kidding. luck sir no <laughs> um, no but, i'm kidding but don't quit he yeah and and i guess to circle back around like mm-hmm. i could have never have known yeah that impact so that thinking about it from possible impact is a really nice way like you guys are impacting people dude i've seen what you're doing i've actually seen it and i
2: i i think i was getting chicken skin or goosebumps um because i don't like i don't like to say chicken skin it's all vegan podcasts over here um no no but um i noticed that some of the topics and things that we brought up on the pod some people came up to me and were like hey like actually this was really applicable to my life and Mm -hmm. i actually it made me think about some different things differently or whatever and Mm. Like, how do you measure your own impact? And I think that you really should just go out there and get it because every individual has a gift, has some art, has something mm-hmm. to offer mm. the world that is going to inspire everybody else. Mm. And what is that saying, too? Like, evil wins when, when good men or women do nothing or sit stand mm-hmm. idle. Or I don't know what the exact mm-hmm. quote is, but the world needs us. The world needs your music, Then yeah. You know, the world needs the small person just for, for fulfilling their dream or whatever. Mm. And the more I activate my own dreams and callings, mm. the more I feel like I'm living my alignment and like doing my part, even totally. if it's super small, the, totally. the ripple effect. Right. The, the what's the butterfly in the Himalaya analogy, mm. you know, like sure. a butterfly flaps <coughs> its wings and there's like, Oh, a, right. There's
0: a tsunami and um, yeah, somewhere else <laughs> <In> Zealand. <laughs> yeah New Zealand yeah. say australia <laughs> <laughs> no it's it's um, true though right especially so these days with the internet and stuff like that it's yeah like the capacity to reach people is is infinite yeah it's pretty wild mm-hmm. um, it's a f- you know there's both sides of it there's a lot of information there's a lot of uh, um capacity to distribute um, video and audio and all kinds of stuff, mm-hmm. so there's a lot there, but also like
2: yeah. Well, but on, yeah, we should, anyone who's making a podcast, just stop doing it. And that way the council of lit will go straight to the top. No, (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. There is a lot of, there's a lot out there. There's over a million podcasts right now, you know, or something like that. And there's over, I mean, how many artists are there, but is that going to stop you from expressing yourself?
0: No way. That's a lot of people that, that are doing something that you care about, that they also care about that are potential allies. And that's how I, that's how I see um, art and, and making music and all that kind of stuff is, is the co- collaboration is such a powerful, wonderful... When you can look at it from the perspective mm. of these people... Oh, no, it's, <laughs> my, it's my foot. <laughs> these people aren't competition. They're like team members. They're teammates, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, that's a mindset shift that I think can be huge. Um, mm. that if I have mm. music, someone else has music, like obviously like someone can only listen to music, mm-hmm. one, k- one kind of music at one time. So they have to pick, but it's like, there's, there's such beauty in supporting mm-hmm. someone else and then they can support you. And yeah, that reciprocal
2: one plus one p- equals three. Yes. You <laughs> <laughs> me be my daughter's math. Yeah. She'll do well. Yeah. <laughs>
1: No, No, what I'm saying when I Mm -hmm. say
2: that is just to kind of embellish what you're saying is Mm -hmm. that there's a synergy that happens. There's a magic that can be created. You know, you're sitting down doing art and that's really beautiful. You get two people sitting down doing art. Something is created from that or a new song or this podcast. It would be nothing if it was just me talking like I wouldn't listen to it. You know, but we're creating something mm-hmm.
0: here together—a co-creation.
2: There. co-creation.
0: There's like a third mind that emerges from the two. The one plus two is three. Beautiful. Yes. <laughs> I got there.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's really cool, bro. And you said you have a new song coming out. Mm-hmm. Is it too soon to drop it on the pod today? Do you want me to play it acoustic? How mm-hmm. else would you play it? Oh, you want to plug phone it in? Or something? You want to play like you want me to play this song? Yeah, why not? Great. If you only if you feel comfortable, you know.
0: Yeah, I would love to. Yeah. I like it. You create a very very casual kind of. Um, mm-hmm. Like I feel like we're we're just hanging out. We're just hanging out. Yeah. I
2: love it. I feel that way too. And I love it. It's it's good for my soul to hang out with brothers and with friends, and it's part of my own personal healing is to just spend. Mm-hmm really uplifting quality time with people Mm -hmm. you know that I love and appreciate so thank you
0: thank you Mm -hmm. um yeah this song is called Heart and Skin and uh it will be available uh from February 11th which is uh tomorrow
2: on Spotify
0: yeah well actually I guess it's technically tonight at um because we're in Hawaii time, maybe seven p.m. I don't know when this is gonna go on Spotify live. though, right? Yeah, Spotify, YouTube, and um, YouTube, you know, all the places. Apple. I like to put music on SoundCloud too. Apple Music. Apple um, Music. iTunes. All the major platforms. Or yeah, <laughs> you know. Can
2: they buy your song too, real quick?
0: Um yeah. Really? Yeah, iTunes. Okay. You can purchase music. All on right, iTunes. Don't stop. This isn't business. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm not even I'm not even here. <laughs> it's just you in your room. I like my rooms. <laughs>
1: Loving arms, you're remembering. will write your name on the silver screen. I knew you were, you let it out, let it in. Cause I I, I, I know you were. Your name on the clear blue sky. I knew you were, you let it out.
2: So sweet bro <laughs> <laughs> that's so sweet man i'm oh, gonna they they cry bro
0: <laughs> for real
2: it's oh not. my gosh dude <laughs> 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 that's
1: serious, bro. wow that's i'm not really,
2: sure if you're kidding that's really beautiful Aww. that's really sweet thank you <laughs> yeah that means a lot that's really really sweet um you're great in person Great, yeah, it's really nice. <laughs> that's that's incredible, bro. Like something about live music in person too. It just hits wow. you different mm. as well. Mm. Um, I can't wait to listen to the recording and just like have that in my books. You know, have that on my phone and be able to to listen to that whenever I want. Man, yeah, that's the, a beautiful. The recording one. is nice. That's it's a beautiful nice. one. Yeah. I think you'll like it. Wow. Thank you what you so was the inspiration behind that? Like. It sounds, songs, sounds like lovers or something, or yeah. it sounds like, a real, yeah,
0: it's, it's not specifically lovers, but it is, um, the song is basically about like believing in someone and kind of like backing them the whole way. And so it could be a lover. It could be, it could be anyone that you, that you care about, but it's, it's basically saying like, you know, i write your name in the clear blue sky. It's kind of like, I, s- I see like your potential and you're like, Expansiveness, and I know you well, and you know me well, and we like we have each other's back, kind of thing. Basically, what it's about. That is very uplifting. Very sweet. (laughs)
2: Just gonna stay with that for a second. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. It's nice to sing it was really really beautiful feel. yeah wow um gosh i don't even know what to say i <laughs> <laughs> do you um well first of all thank you for playing that and Welcome. go check out ben on spotify if you enjoyed that song and he's got many more like it uplifting for the kids for the big kids
0: <laughs> yeah too for the big kids for the little kids for all yeah yeah the inner child those inner children out there
2: this is a weird question but do you think that art and music is a more feminine energy uh yeah (laughs) i mean we all have like a masculine feminine force Uh but do you like like that's that was a very like soft and Mm -hmm. sensual and caring and Mm -hmm. uplifting and kind Mm -hmm. song like Mm -hmm. do you feel like that Do you tap into, do you feel like you're in an equal balance with your feminine and masculine nature? Um, How does that, what do you, yeah, I don't know. I think
0: think the art definitely does help to be in a more feminine space. Like the creative,
2: the limitless potential, the fluid.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the fluidity for sure I think is a feminine um, attribute as opposed to the kind of more sort of direct, um, more Yeah, more more s- sort of rigidity of of the masculine, but mm-hmm. which obviously can have its its you know we need both its plate, ha, needs its place yeah to be that kind of that mm-hmm. mountain energy mm-hmm. as opposed to the uh, hmm. maybe the ocean which is more fluid and more mm-hmm. flowing which is kind of more like a song and more mm-hmm. um, yeah I definitely think it's the art is. It's feminine. I feel like that song, like, changed the whole vibe in here. In it a good did. Way. It, it, like, yeah. it kind of brought a kind of introspectiveness or something. It or it cle- It almost, it, it it almost, I feel like it made it cleared, like, it allowed us to be, or I speak for myself, but, like, an authenticity or something. Mm-hmm. Because um, you know it can be hard with these big microphones. And
2: yeah, that big thing in your face. <laughs> it's heart centered maybe that's what you were trying to say, and what i 'm mm-hmm. trying to say mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. is it's it's heart it's a heart centered feeling
0: yeah mm. I like that beautiful uh, we need more of that <laughs> totally right connecting with our heart i mean, it's, there's so there's so much that can happen in life that disconnects us from our heart mm-hmm. for sure I feel like there's a lot of energy that goes to the head to thinking mm-hmm. dissociation, those kind of patterns and things, and so to like bring it down into the heart space Mm -hmm. to be able to be open hearted open hearted in a world that can be can be stressful can be scary so to walk around with an open heart is is like it's brave and obviously we or I'll speak for myself I can go in and out of that place of more open less open you know it depends so Mm. things that bring us into our heart like music music has an incredible capacity to to shift one's frequency. Yeah. That's why I think it's so resonant with people. Music in general like to um no, you um to be able to change our state to be able to change the way we feel or to be able to be more of how we feel in a way through a song. Mm. You know, it kind of can amplify. Um there's certain artists that I I think that's the main reason why I like their music because it makes me feel a certain way. Um.
2: Well, we are these kind of frequency beings in mm. these bodies, and we are affected. I mean, water is affected mm. by vibration, thought, mm. energy. We mm. are mostly water. So it's like one of the easiest ways to affect the masses or affect other people in a positive or negative way. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. So definitely check you out on and listen to some uplifting good spiritual music for sure from Ben Livermore but (laughs) but I really I always thought that too I when I was a kid I wanted to be a DJ cool because I just like the idea of how like what what you could mix up and make happen can affect other people or like Mm. a drum like Mm. you play a drum you, you people feel that beat they, they start to move they start to feel and they, they get on that frequency that mm-hmm. that wavelength and train with that frequency hmm yeah it yeah. can move the masses totally. i mean geez like look at the greats and how they mm-hmm. have influenced every person who's heard like you know the beatles yeah. or bob marley yeah. or yeah. it's like it's profound it's profound it can it can mm-hmm. be life-altering life-changing
0: yeah yeah because we're all infected by the the vibrations that are encountering us you know mm-hmm. our fields and whatnot stuff so wow music does that yeah it's like like and a group a crowd of people mm. they they become like this one connected unit i think so mm. the the likes of like bob miles and the beatles had this this um Capacity to, to bring people together to create an atmosphere with their music and create this like this unity, um, and so like a lot of musicians do it. And you go to their their shows, and it's like you are part of this vibe. Hmm. That's why I can feel so good to be at a show. It's like why is it so good? It's like because this person's like emitting this vibration, mm-hmm. and you're like becoming that, and everyone's sort of becoming that in their own way, I think. I don't know. That's sort of a interesting thought, at least.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else specifically that you would like to kind of bring up on the podcast today, now that you have the mic, you have the stage, mm. your demand?
0: <laughs> um, I mean, the, really, the the first thing that kind of springs to mind is just, like, if you have an inclination towards wanting to do something creativity, creatively, like just follow it because it will, it will show itself more and more and more and, and why you're doing it as you do it. You kind of have to trust it, I think. So if, if anyone's out there and they're like, oh, I kind of wanted to try this, but I haven't because of whatever reason, like just give it a try and keep going because there's going to be that moment where that angel's going to come along. Mm-hmm. If if you keep going and you kind of believe in yourself, it's something good's gonna happen, and it's gonna be like at least that's the way I notice it is that there's these like little signposts that are like you're doing good, and sometimes you gotta move like you gotta move through the b- the block as well. Like we all have these blocks um, yeah. that are like resistance, and so when we're in a place of, of coming up against maybe a resist a belief or something that's kind of keeping his back sometimes there's a moment where it it doesn't just feel easy and then there's another level and it's like almost like the reward is like feels a little more easeful I don't know if you can relate to that but Mm -hmm. when you kind of and you're like oh that's nice and you get a little inspiration and that gives you a little bit more energy to move to the next
1: Mm.
0: point where maybe you have a little resistance there and you can kind of work through that and just kind of use that momentum and um and I feel like gratitude is another thing that I feel like for some reason it's worth bringing up. It's just if you can be grateful for that process and grateful for what you have in the moment, that's um, can feel just amazing. To yeah, to be in a place of gratitude is such a um, beautiful aspect to have in your life that um, I feel like goes hand hand in hand with kind of that that process of moving forward as, like, a person and, and kind of growing and moving through, yeah, limiting beliefs and things like that and kind of, um, yeah, <laughs> rambling. No, push
2: through the limit, the, yeah. the limitations. And if you're seeing finding some blocks, just kind of just work through it and push through it and be grateful yeah, for the trust process. And trust and in the impulse. Trust in the impulse. Mm. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I'm sure you've had moments where you're like, there's something that you've been inclined to do and and you've followed it, like the podcast.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think one of my greatest life lessons is listening to my intuition and Mm. is liberating myself and freeing myself to acting upon that, even if it's scary or Mm. even if it seems silly or Mm. stupid or might look weird or might sound weird. Pointless. Pointless or, or whatever, but just to move you like you said, to move through those blocks and to get out of my own way. Mm-hmm. Life, music, mm-hmm. art wants to be expressed through us. Right. You know, we are life, we are creativity, we are a small fragment of the universe. It wants to be mm-hmm. life. It wants to express itself. So just get out of your own way right. and let it freaking flow, right? Right. And that <laughs>
0: mindset of being being the vessel yes for this like having the perspective of there it never runs out like you never run out of song so you never Mm -hmm. because because it's not me as cliche as that may sound it's not me it's like me being the the vessel i suppose Mm -hmm. um and then i feel like as you practice and as you hone your craft you're kind of refining yourself as that vessel um Mm. And like you said, getting out of your own way. Mm -hmm. So that perspective of like, it's it's endless. Um, It's never done.
2: Maybe that's sort of like the intuition part. It's like you're tuning yourself to hear, to listen, to like you are the instrument of creation. So Mm -hmm. how to like be in tune with that and to listen maybe and to Mm -hmm. like those little, like you said before, like when we were kind of collabing, your yep. subtle, energetic impulses. hmm Yeah.
0: hmm
2: Not to cut you off or anything. No, I'm no just no thinking no. about that. Please.
0: I like but listening to you
2: speak. I mean, um. you're... Yeah, I mean, you <coughs> are an instrument. <laughs> you're so <a> tool, Ben. I'm <laughs> 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 just kidding. Yeah.
0: It's like a tuning fork, you know? Yeah. It's like a tuning fork, tuning... <laughs> mm-hmm. um The... You know, there's something called biofield tuning, where they use tuning forks to... Mm. Tune the biofield, or the aura, Mm. Um, and so as that frequency, um, you know, brings uh, liberates the light that that wants to be, you know, we have stuck aspects of that's in our field from Mm. maybe being sick or trauma or things like that, and so the that frequency is is helping to to kind of re liberate that light into the center of the body and be more available for that person to have in their life force Mm -hmm. and so maybe that's a similar kind of tuning to intuition it's like it's tuning to that that more like whole frequency Mm -hmm. Um, which i think is really just a process of of practice
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, it's that daily practice yeah it's great yeah that's so true man it's a good reminder, at least, you know, because it can be easy to fall out of the, fall off the bandwagon, with um, life and all the things that it has to throws our way and responsibilities and you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and then you find yourself just eating cookies and, right, just sleeping in every day. Netflix. And that's great too. There's good medicine in that. Mm-hmm. But it's true. I mean, as long as we're on the topic a little bit about frequency and tuning yourself and creating and flowing and being grateful, I think that, I think that it's just really important to note that you can actually like, shift your energetic field through music, through art, through meditation, mm-hmm. through yoga practices or through food or whatever it is mm-hmm. and yeah. to check your frequency or check in with yourself, too. I mean, mm-hmm. it, maybe you do that, too, when you meditate, like, mm-hmm. just like you're resetting or you're checking in. I don't
0: know what you yeah, think about yourself. self-awareness is huge
2: mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean anytime i'm out of alignment in my own life it's like my frequency is fucked up like mm. i'm doing things in my life that is disrupting mm. my highest frequency mm-hmm. and it's kind of up to me to cultivate like you said earlier in the pod can create a container for yourself mm. to increase your frequency whatever that looks like so that you can be your highest version of yourself and share your gifts and we all have gifts to share and mm-hmm. hey hey well, maybe we can have a party you right know, you'll be playing the music <laughs> and we'll all be dancing and flowing and yeah <laughs> that's what's so cool too like i've seen so many like art shows or music shows where people are like creating art like painting mm-hmm. stuff while yeah. there's also live music yeah. and while there's also people dancing and there's also high vibrational food and yeah. there's people laughing and playing and kids being safe and all this stuff and that that's kind of like that to me is dope you know that seems like pretty pretty rad seems like how it's meant to be kind of yeah yeah (laughs) like yeah yeah (laughs) yes can we talk real quick about i i know we're gonna end this but like community and you said Mm. like synergy and how Mm. important community is in cultivating safety or support or like showing up as your highest self or doing things in a collaborative community setting that is beneficial or anything mm. like that mm. beneficial. official um <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, do you do you have anything to say about that because like you're kind of like you know you've been living on this island for a long time you know a lot of people you're in the community is there a safety or is there a, a something that comes along with that like like, what's your take on the highest form of how humans can relate and live and commune with one another?
0: In, in community in general? Yeah. Um.
2: <coughs> I know, I, we, we can totally wrap this up here in just a no, minute. No, no. I sure. just was thinking about, like, a better world or, like, a world that's safe or a world that has more art and, you know, more fun and, yeah, all this stuff. And I, was, I don't know, like, what my direct question is. I just, like, mm. what, what's your take on community and how important is it? in your own life and
0: i think it's super important and i think what um happens when we don't have community is we have everyone kind of separate in a way where there isn't i mean put it simply we're we're not working together because say say everyone has to go to the supermarket Mm. and everyone has to make their food separately and everyone has to we're all sort of separately um it's, it's less, it's more stressful. Mm-hmm. It's less efficient. There isn't like one person goes and gathers the food and brings it back for everyone and everyone has a, a role that is supporting everyone else. So it's like society is sort of the system where we, we take, everyone's doing 20 things rather than everyone doing one of the 20 things. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that they like to do. So um, I think that causes more stress because it's it's isolating. Um, Yeah. So the isolation aspect can be really hard. Um, And so how to create more community though, um, I think it just, it takes people that want to, it takes like like like-minded people that see the perspective of working together as being something that is um, beneficial. Um, And I think it takes a little bit of a mindset shift to move towards like me and mine, and more to like mine and I have to share. It's more of, of I guess, more of an abundant mindset. More Mm -hmm. um, like coming back to the music example before, like thinking about being an artist and all the other artists being like teammates on this greater goal of creating art as opposed to competition. Um, So I think community at its best, people need to be humble and giving and also um, self-aware with what their gifts are and what they have to offer and a lot of communication and a lot of, um, yeah, I think it's a super nuanced thing that can be complex but um, I think the more that you are the person that you would want to be in community with, the more likely you are to Mm -hmm. find those people. And
2: yeah. Nice.
0: It's kind of a weird tangent. I don't know why I thought
2: I was thinking, I was just thinking, I was reflecting on the Kauai community Mm. and how cool so many people are and how expressive and how supportive and loving and, Mm mm-hmm. Yeah, just creative. So many people are, and I, I don't know why I was thinking about that. And just big shout out to all the uh, the communities out there in your local community wherever you are, and feeling safe and just making it more fun for everybody.
0: I definitely do find myself thinking about more about how can how can we all work together more to support each other. Um, how can we be more? Yeah, more. Yeah, think about other people and, mm-hmm. and support each other's art. I mean, we're doing it right now. Like, I'm here with you and supporting you. Yeah, supporting, supporting me, support new, you, know? yeah, absolutely. And that, that kind of thing, I feel like that's an example of. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's way easier, that's for sure. Right. I've lived in community before. It was the cheapest rent I've ever paid. <laughs> Out there was always food for everybody. Yeah. We all shared the workload mm. and we fucking party, bro. Mm hmm like every like couple parties a week where there's always people around to talk to always Mm -hmm. people to hang out with and Mm -hmm. collaborate with Mm -hmm. and it was really fun and good stuff yeah people. sometimes a little overwhelming people need space right right. but uh humans are meant to collaborate with each other
0: we're meant to totally connect we're village folk yeah (laughs) connect and communicate and be with one another it's I think it's vital to to help mental Mm. health yeah Mm.
2: so lots of love to all the listeners thank you so much for this for listening to this episode and i'll just ask you one more time is there anything else you want to say or anything else you want to bring up or any shout outs to any loved ones or wow (laughs) (laughs) i feel like it's like a a awards
0: night or something yeah (laughs) yeah just imagine you just won an award uh, yeah (laughs) i just want to thank my good buddy uh Johnny Depp and you no, know. <laughs> 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 um, no man. If if this feels like closure, then, then I'm happy to.
2: Because uh, I mean, I could I could like I could literally just go on and on about so many different things, but I want it to be an accessible pod for people and yep. like respect people's energy and time, and also respect your time. You said you had about an hour or so mm-hmm. to do. I think oh. that we're like an hour and a half in. Oh, beautiful. So, um, I'll probably edit out like maybe an hour of it no i'm kidding oh, no, <laughs> really wow. no i'm just kidding <laughs> uh, no we are we're, we're keep it raw
0: and um yeah is there anything else i mean yeah it's like it's the moment right when you yeah, get the you yeah get the mic it's like you get the mic now's the time mm-hmm. um but no i do want to i don't want to try to force anything and and I do want it to be authentic so nothing's springing to mind okay right now unless you have any other questions but
2: you want to talk okay, do you have like another 5 minutes like sure. just a few minutes yeah, yeah, yeah. are you sure Yes Do you want to talk can we talk do you want to talk about love and heartbreak <clears throat> and wow. not heartbreak just just love and mm-hmm. relationship Okay I don't know why but like I feel like love is this thing that everybody experiences and mm. the rising and accumulation and the build up of love and also the heartbreak of love mm-hmm. and also just um unconditional love. Mm. And I just, do you have any thoughts and feelings about relationship and how to relate with others and just love in general or healing and things like that? I
0: think um, often (laughs) love, how do I put this? Often love um, can be kind of, we we have expectations of, um, we have expectations that we, th- we think the expectations are love, or we think that, um, like someone, we think someone breaks our heart, but really they just break our expectations of what we thought, um, mm. something was going to be mm. like a, like a story. Mm-hmm. Love can often f- be like a story that we meet someone and we, c- we can create a story of this person and we're gonna do this and this is the, you know we're in love and and it's it's love and on top of the love is a story that um that exists so I think the, the key um, it can be difficult but is to somehow keep the love but remove as much of the story as possible and as much of the expectations and just allow the purity of the love mm. to be what is real. And um, I think it was John Wineland, have you ever heard of John Wineland? He's an amazing like uh, kind of men's coach relating sort of um, figure. And he said something like uh, love I- uh, or relationships are about love, not about longevity. So not about acting from a place that maintains like not not trying to, to make out like a, a relationship is successful if it lasts a really long time
1: mm-hmm.
0: that it's not bound by time but it's bound by like the, the truth of the love and he was talking to someone and he was giving the guy advice saying you know the guy was um, he was kind of heartbroken and John's advice to him was like be of service to the woman as much as you can, like, in helping her move out, and and or helping her financially if she needs, or like, it's being love, and regardless that the story is different, and I feel like that's a profound um, thing that's helped me uh, in more recent time. Is like when I'm going to uh, when I'm relating like am I relating from love um, or am I relating from a place of trying to maintain a story or, or mm. fear of losing something or mm. like what is the really the loving thing like say, say your partner might be like um, I want to go and do this thing or whatever and you might think oh that's kind of counter to this, this what, what I wanted but it's like, but then if you can take another step back and remove yourself and think, well, is that the best thing for that person? Because love, I think, is about, is about um, caring about that, that person in a way that is, like, for their highest, right? So thinking, oh, actually, the most loving act is t- to support them in doing that. Mm. Um, and then sort of letting go of, some of the fears around what that might mean. You know. I think that's, that's my take.
2: That's a great answer. <coughs> and have you found a place within yourself where you didn't want to let go of a certain love, or you found it challenging to remove yourself and what you wanted, and to be a pillar and just to su- be supportive, even though it wasn't what you your desired outcome was
0: uh yeah i've gotten better at it yeah yeah wow but but yeah no it's it's um it's a practice for sure
2: it's very selfless love love can be very very selfless yeah yeah
0: i think ultimately though if, if you're of the mindset of of everything is is working out for you then again like that may what ultimately is best for you may be different to the story that you had in your head so yeah if if you can see it as if you're choosing love then you can't be going wrong even though it might seem not so great at the moment what about fighting for the love that you want mm, great 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 thing, great like thought totally mm-hmm. um these are things i think about and and yeah don't know man it's tough I've I've fought for things and then looked back and thought hmm let's try and you should have just went with the flow yeah I think the flow is more the route to go but this is not um I'm not not trying to speak from any place of like authority on this this is just Mm. pure kind of speculation and experience but yeah from a very humble place but I think uh the flow is the way. The flow. Yeah, because if you're fighting, what is it's 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 hard. But, but yeah, but you got to go for what you want. But you also mm-hmm. got to know when, when enough is enough. To I don't know. Following that, the
2: It's intuition. true. That's a hard. It's a hard one. The hard one. I feel like under the c- the context of love is just like you should just be supportive of whoever it is you're loving and going with the flow and. Mm -hmm. Um, that could be hard because it's like you just want to hold on Mm -hmm. you just want all that goodness forever so why do you why do you think you want to hold on why do you think it? uh, maybe you just really love someone and you just really love who they are and what they bring into your life and Mm -hmm. who you are around them and inspired you are by them Mm -hmm. and you just want it all Mm -hmm. you just it's just so good you just want to keep it going Mm -hmm. but then they're like yeah but I just need to do this other thing in my life Mm -hmm. and I'm going to do that do you support me on that and it's not including you right what do you do you just you know you just let it happen (laughs) and I think (laughs) and that's like the highest form of love in a way is just really being like I love you and I cherish our time together and I bless you on your journey kind of a thing
0: there's a freedom in it I think Mm -hmm. because it's saying by doing that you're saying to yourself like that how I feel in life is not dependent upon something outside of me so maybe there's a way of course like the external or this other person can be an amazing catalyst for feeling a certain way and obviously as we said before, like connecting with people and being mm. with people and and I certainly believe in, in long term relationships and and um you know, that kind of thing for sure. Mm. Um but also if you're able to find that that inspiration and all those feelings that you were mentioning, if you mm. can find that in yourself, like I guess that person is mirroring your potential. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not to say no, don't choose someone, but you could continue to try to cultivate that without anything else mm-hmm. and then still be like, and I'm stoked to like choose you, mm-hmm. but I'm not choosing you because I, you're the only way that I feel this way. I'm Definitely. choosing you because I just, I love you. Yeah. You know, regardless. Um I think when you miss someone, it's like you you miss like you said, you miss the way that you felt when they were there they mm-hmm. they helped make you feel a certain way. so mm-hmm. I think that's a good thing if you feel like you're you're missing someone like, okay what what do i what kind of feeling do I miss about them not being here and and can I find that within myself? Mm-hmm. Um, can I
2: cultivate that? And maybe relationships are just really sacred. And every day you should just appreciate the people in your life while they're there. Amen. Because no matter whether it's a romantic love or your family or who, a good friend or whatever, it's like just just appreciate them while they're here. And don't yeah. be too attached and just want the best for everyone. Because you know? I think that that unconditional love that's completely like unattached and just fully appreciating and being grateful for every relationship... I think that that's that's like the highest form of love, you know? And hopefully you can have that in a very trusting, supportive, loving, Mm -hmm. committed partnership, and that's great. Mm -hmm. But that's that's also a rare thing, too, you know? That that can be a hard thing to find, to be like, I love you so much. Like, I support you to leave for a year and not be in my life. And I'll love you even if it's not the same way it was when you get back. Like, that's Mm -hmm. the most unconditional love, right?
0: There's a lot of trust in
2: that. A lot of trust, mm. but I, the point is the unconditional love thing. I think that's really where it's at. And um, I don't thank you. I think that was really well said. Oh, and thank you. I think there's a lot of wisdom that you just brought to the uh, podcast on that one. I think love thank is very you. relatable, and it's on everyone's heart. <laughs> 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 and uh, thank you. I'm glad that we had y- that little extra. Yeah. 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 Bring it back to the heart-centered space mm-hmm. and. Bro, this has been awesome.
0: Thank you so I much. I love it. Appreciate you.
2: I hope it wasn't too noisy like earlier on no. the pod with like the uh the neighbors and all the m- dirt bikes I and people. It adds. it adds, right? People dig it. I like and there it. Is. It's like more, ri- it's like cool, it's, yeah, it's yeah, like real life. Yeah, it's not sterile, it's it's a li- lot, it's living, yeah, yeah, full of beneficial bacteria. <laughs> <laughs> Can you please make a song called titled Beneficial? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give it a shot thank you yeah we'll bring it back um well i'm gonna unconditionally love you and end this podcast and i hope that it affected the listeners in a positive way and go out there and enjoy your day folks and whatever you're doing and check out ben livermore on spotify we'll link his bio and uh podcast yeah. and um
0: yeah i got a website benlivermore.com instagram you, you can, can buy your art too yeah you it's can order on there there's a little store yeah. By, by art?
2: Sure. Wait, it's on, it's on your Instagram page linked to. Uh, uh, yeah, just benlivermore.com. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. And one last thing I'll say about you is you have inspired me in my life. Like you okay. showing up, you doing your art, you doing your thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if Ben can do it, I can do True. <laughs> so thank you, bro.
0: Appreciate it. Right <laughs> Thanks for having me. Oh, shit,
2: me. it wasn't recording. <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just kidding. Start again.